this episode, Dude and Brett work their way through the entire Four Roses Tin Recipe tasting experience. Tune in to find out what they thought on this episode of The Bourbon Hunters. But before we get started, do you want to support our podcast? Do you like bourbon gear? Visit our website at www.bourbonhunters.com to buy some of our custom bourbon gear and help support the podcast. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us on our hunt for great bourbon. Reward yourself and sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy. To another episode of the Bourbon Hunters. I am Dude Poor. I'm joined by Rev Ryan. And today we are doing the Four Roses 10 Recipe Tasting Experience. So I'm really excited about this. I am too. I, lo- I love Four Roses. I've been I've been holding off for as long as I could to try to get Tyler here, but he just hasn't been making it. So snooze you lose, homie. <clears throat> and I got a second one of these in Kentucky last weekend. So I figured, oh, now's the time. Now that I have a backup. One to smash. One dust stash. As our friends from the uh, Black and Brown podcast always say. So, all right. Basically, the way we're going to do this is I'm going to go over the Four Roses uh, mash bills. I'm going to talk about where those are found in the current shelf offerings that they have. Um, and then from there, we're, we're just going to dive in and start tasting these. And so... <clears throat> If you're not familiar with Four Roses, the way they the way they do their standard Four Roses bourbon is they take all ten of their recipes and they basically blend them into a, a shelfer. So their their regular standard Four Roses is just all ten recipes. You're talking the the yellow label, the regular standard, yeah, okay. like eighty proof or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, I think it's like <clears throat> yellow if I remember. It's yellow. It's gone to natural, like tan, kind of whatever. But I think it's yellow now. Yeah, I think you're right. And that's what I think people still call it is the yellow yeah. label. So on the shelf, they have that. They have their uh, traditional like shelf or single barrel, which is always 100 proof. I think that's really good, too. It is. It is. And we'll talk about that as we get to the recipes. And then they have their small batch. Mm-hmm. Then they have their small batch select. So small batch select is, I think, like seven recipes we'll go over which ones they are or six recipes or something like that uh and then small batch is also similarly like six or something like that um one of them is four i just don't remember which one's which and we'll figure it out as we go through this but so the way their recipe system works if you've ever seen the four letter recipes that's how they do their recipes so the o and the S are always the same no matter what the recipe is. So it'll be O blank something, then S blank something. And so the O just stands for the Four Roses Distillery, basically. Um, the S is for the straight disti- straight distilling process. Um, <clears throat> so those are what the, the those two stand for. And then the rest of it comes from the um, the B or the E. So, for example... If you are to buy this, the shelf version of the single barrel, the 100 proofer, that's always OBSV. V is in Victor. 
So the the single barrel on the shelf is always OBSV as in Victor, you yes. said. Okay. Now, um, if you buy a single barrel, this all bets are off. But like if you get a single barrel select program, you know, a, a personal like uh, a barrel select. A barrel pick. Yeah, yeah. All bets are off. It could be any of the ten recipes. But if you buy a single barrel on the shelf that's the hundred proof, you know, what they and it's not a store pick or something, it's mm-hmm. the, it's the OBSV. Okay. So <clears throat> the B in that scenario, the O is four roses. The B is their high rye mash bill. Um, the S is for the straight distilling process. And then the V is the yeast strain. So the, the second letter is the mash bill. The fourth letter is the yeast strain. So in this case, they have two mash bills. Uh, they have a high rye and a low rye. So B is the high rye, E is the low rye mash bill. So if you get an OE something, you're getting the low rye mash bill. If you get an OB something, it's a high rye mash bill. Okay. Um, the last letter is the yeast strain, and they have five yeast strains that they... That's impressive. They have five yeast strains. Yeah. And so basically when you do the combination, you can do 10 different recipes, which is what we have in front of us. So the V, and we'll go through these a little bit more in detail as we do it, but the V stands for delicate fruit. The K stands for slight spice. The O stands for rich fruit. The Q is for floral essence. And then the F is for herbal notes. So those are the different uh, options of the uh, of the yeast strain. So we're going to go through these. I'll talk about which recipes are in which products. Um, and then we'll taste it and compare them as we go. So uh, the first one on the list is the OBSV. As I just mentioned, all of them are in the Four Roses bourbon. I'm not going to mention that every time, but this is in the Four Roses regular shelfer. Um, it's also in the 100 proof single barrel. It's the exclusive 100 proof single barrel shelfer, as I mentioned, as long as it's not a store pick. Um, and then it is also a major component of the small batch select. So not the regular small batch, but the small batch select. So uh, if we go by the uh, recipe... This is OBSV, so that stands for um, high rye mash bill and then delicate fruit. So as you taste this one or nose it or whatever, you should get the delicate fruit and those notes that go along with that. <clears throat> so I'm going to go ahead and nose this first one, OBSV. I don't know if it's the power of suggestion, but <laughs> I do feel like I smell some like apple. So yeah, I uh, on this one, I've always noticed on OBSVs with... Uh, you know, um, the single barrels, I've always noticed like a, like a pear or an apple or something yeah. like that. Um, but it's always like a lighter fruit kind of uh, forward nose and, and I, then some vanilla usually. Oh yeah. And I, I do love those single barrels that Four Roses has. Mm-hmm. They're almost like a sleeper because yeah. you see them all the time and they're so good, man. They are. I've they been are. drinking on one recently actually. Oh, have you? Yeah. I just, I had it in the shelf and I'm like, damn, I forgot I, I had this. I probably go pick up one because I do like the OBSV recipe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for it being 100 proof, that's actually a good bottle to have. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I mean, it is. It really is. So I'm going to go ahead and dive into this. Now, what we're drinking is this 100 proof or what is this? Oh, good, good question. Everything in this is even. Okay. So every one of the samples is 104 proof. Oh, so just a a touch above 100 proof, but just four. And these are all single barrel um, selected. So these are all from the single barrel barrel program that they have. Um, So these are individual um, recipes 
all from single barrel selections. So that means that uh, they've gone and picked these and curated these out. They didn't just, you know, pick from the recipe. They actually picked, you know, from the single yeah. barrel selections. Now, do you think that they used the same barrel in all of these kits? The I don't consistency? know. It'd be yeah, interesting. I, I don't know. I, mean, I kind of hope they're they such did. a small, such a small sample. That it's possible. Yeah. I mean, there would have been a ton of these little samples in each barrel, I would think. Oh, yeah. What, are, what is this? Maybe a two and a half ounce sample? 50, 50 milliliters. Is that what it said? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't have my readers on, so. <laughs> I looked earlier because I was just curious. So uh, what do you get on the on the taste? Um, I got a little bit of vanilla in there. I, I definitely get the vanilla. Um, it's a soft palate, it, it, and so it's probably good that we're starting with this. Yeah. <clears throat> the fruit doesn't translate through as much on the palate Not to me, palate, but it's, it's yeah. on the nose for sure. And then now that I go back to the nose, the fruit, it's almost like I get the acidity from the like pear or the apple or whatever it is that we're getting. I mean, this reminds me why I like this single barrel so much. Yeah, it is. It's really good. Um, yeah, I like this a lot. So I, I have a feeling I'm going to like all of these, but maybe one or two. Yeah. Just the herbal that that usually doesn't sit super well with me. It's not that it's bad. It's just a little bit of the rice spice comes through on this too for me. Yeah, a little bit. It's not. Again, I think it's an overall softer palate compared to what we're going to be tasting as we mm -hmm. go through this. But um, you're right. I, I do get a little bit of the rice spice. Um, it was a good one to start with too. Yeah, it was absolutely. It's probably why they put it first. <laughs> All right. So the second one that we're about to do. So I'll give you a chance to cleanse your palate while I talk about this, is OBSK. And so that's the B mash bill, which is, again, the first five are going to all be the high rye mash bill, but that's the high rye mash bill. And it's K, which is the... Uh, slight spice. Slight spice. Um, now, this is also, as we mentioned, every one of them are in the Four Roses regular bourbon uh, blend. Um, this is in the small batch, but it's also in the small batch select. Okay. So this is the first one we're doing uh, that is in the small batch, the regular shelf or small batch. What would be so. – I get why these are only 50 milliliters, but if they were like 100 milliliters and you had a little bit more, which you have another kit. Yeah. But it'd be neat to kind of like blend a couple and uh, kind of make your own little blends here and see there. See if you can get the small – Now his, Just see if – we're not even to get that. Just see if you can kind of create your own little unique thing. Well, the other thing too, yeah, that would be neat. But like the small batch select, for example – it's not even right, blends. Right. So it's it, like some of them are a major component and some of them are a minor component. So it means like, you know, they might do 40% of one yeah. of the recipes and 20% of a different one. So you'd have to guess it. And, and they probably do that on purpose because so people aren't just creating yeah, yeah. a little. When you, I mean, there's near endless possibilities here, right? You could yeah. put a small amount. Right. You could go on forever. They could come out with a whole other product, really. Oh, yeah. Or, or three or four if they yeah. wanted of just two or three blends of, of different recipes. You could know? you imagine like making your own and like sending it to him like dude you gotta try this you gotta, you, <laughs> hey, hey i'm on to something hey brent you gotta try this out. yeah <laughs> he's probably right. like piss off <laughs> he's like i get this all the time guys oh i'm sure <clears throat> all right so this is obsk um so based off of what i i'm guessing that we're going to get a little bit more of a spiciness on the nose um i don't sorry i went in nose first <laughs> yeah i do you? Man. I get a slight hint of maybe a baking spice or a nutmeg or something like that. It's um, like an apple pie spice for me. Yeah, what? I mean, what like cinnamon, you mean? Or yeah, like, yeah. Mean? But like, that's a cinnamon I don't mind. Like R apple cinnamon. cinnamon. Yeah, yes. apples, yeah. 
I get a little bit of the oak, I think. Um, Apple cinnamon Cheerios. <laughs> Apple cinnamon Cheerios. No, I, I see that. I, but I do get a little bit of spice. It's not it's not crazy. Now, we have little, little pores in here, so oh, that yeah. could be part of it. But And they're all neck pores. <laughs> <laughs> Someone, someone's getting mad right now. <laughs> all right, so let's, let's dive into this. Oh, that's, well, the spice is there. Yeah. For sure. That's actually what I was going to say, and it's it's a lot different than the last one, which Very is much. really cool. Um, obviously, it's a different yeast strain, but what's neat to me is all five of these that we're going to do to start with are all the same mash bill. Mm-hmm. And to me, that tells you how much a yeast strain influences the, the flavor, the, the finishing flavor of a, of a bourbon. Well, you notice that's the one thing that distillers keep a secret. They'll share yeah. their mash bill, but they're sure as hell not sharing their yeast strain. But strains. they also not... Not only are they keeping that a secret, what their yeast strain is, but they they even when they do the tours, they don't really mention mm-hmm. the impact of the yeast strain. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like the well known but but hidden kind of secret yeah. of the of the distilleries in a sense. Um, Man, I keep getting this like apple and vanilla, but like a spice in it. Like you put a, a lump of ice cream on an apple pie. Like that's what I I. So I get the vanilla. I get there's I a very why. very slight hint of you know for me maybe it's like a tea leaf or oh there's a tea leaf in there too yeah like an earthy note yeah just but it's slight it's it's not what I expect to get with like the herbal one that we're gonna do later but I like that spice for some reason I yeah, really do I do and it's funny because it, when I first started bourbon I it was the thing I didn't like yeah. And I think now that I'm getting a little bit more into bourbon, you're evolving. It, yeah, my well, my taste is definitely evolving. Um, I, I think it's really, really changed for me, and I'm starting to enjoy the spice in some of these bourbons. I had to give myself a little pat on the back the other day. I went to a coffee shop, uh-huh. and I love pour over coffee. Yeah, and so I'd ordered a pour over coffee, and I was you know kind of chatting with a barista as he was doing his thing. Coffee guy, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was like, you know, people always tell me that drip coffee and, and pour over are the same. I was like, but they're not. Pour over tastes so much better. And he's like, well, you have a sophisticated palate; you can taste the difference. And I was like, fuck yes, I do. <laughs> he was just trying to get your fucking tip. Well, yeah, of course he was. He was trying to get the tip. <laughs> but I took it as my own little pat on the back. I was like, that's yeah. right. No, that's good. That's good. I mean, it probably to, to the fact that you drink your coffee black too. Yeah. is probably another thing that a, a nice palate. Would, I can taste would allow like you to chocolates do. and like, I got this, uh, I know this isn't a coffee podcast. I can't because I, I put fucking vanilla yeah. creamer in mine, but I choose that as well. Yeah. I, I I don't generally like the bitter, but go ahead. You you can get the coffees and the or the chocolates and the. I had one the other day. It was a um, not Costa Rican Guatemalan blend, Honduras blend. Sorry, Honduras blend, and it had banana in it. Really, it was so good, and it wasn't. It was like a a banana you would pick up in like an old Forester banana. You know what I mean? Like it yeah, wasn't. Yeah. Anyone else would be like, "There's not banana in this," and I'm like, "Well, and I wonder because you drink your coffee the way you do. Does that make you venture out a little bit more when you're having coffee, or go to a coffee shop oh, yeah. to try a different? Absolutely. <clears throat> so uh, that's kind of neat. I, that's the one thing I, I just I've never been able to get behind drinking coffee black. The, just the bitterness of it. And and I know you like that. Yeah, I like weird IPAs that are real bitter too. Though. Yeah, I can't get behind IPAs either. I, I'm a piss beer guy. I've mentioned that before, but 
you know, my Bud Lights, my Bush Lights, my, you know, Miller Lights, all that kind of stuff. Those, I would do enjoy a Summer Shandy and I do enjoy like a Landshark, but those are still on the piss beer side in my opinion. They're just fuller piss beers. Um, But yeah, that's just, and I, I really only enjoy beer when I've been like hot and sweaty, like working outside or like when we would play softball, we would come back and and drink beer. beer. Um, but those are the only times like at a, at a pool, like when it's really hot, I'll drink a beer there. But like, I just generally speaking, I don't like beer. I get too full from beer as well. That's part of it. Especially as I've gotten older, I can't drink, I can't tailgate and drink beer all day. Like you're uncomfortable the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm just peeing all the time too. Well, that that's part of it. Yeah, so <laughs> Trina and I just went to the Louder Than Life Festival down in um, Louisville, and it's the week after the Bourbon and Beyond Festival. Mm-hmm. And I would love to go to the Bourbon Beyond Festival, but I feel like they're almost the same from a bourbon perspective because they have a big bourbon bar at the Louder Than Life Festival. Um, and it just seems that even though I like the music that Bourbon and Beyond represents more so th- as a whole, mm-hmm. the lineups I usually like Louder Than Life better. Because it's a it's a pure rock concert, you know. Versus Bourbon and Beyond is very eclectic. There's a big mix. There's some country. There's some I'm pop. Sure, yeah, there's I'm some sure. you know folky or whatever. But like I just whenever I see the lineup, like I don't know. There's never one day where I'm just like, ah, oh, I got to go to that day, and it just never really jumps out at me. But I'm sure it would still be fun, and it would be a lot more chill than say Louder Than Life. I mean, Louder Than Life is just nonstop rock. There's body surfing, like, you know, or crowd surfing crowd or whatever. Surfing, yeah, yeah. Nonstop. People dressed like – it's almost like they didn't look at themselves before they left the the house. <laughs> and you're just like, what f- were you thinking? Right. Like that – you know, and some people pull it off. And some people you're just like, whoo, please pull it off. <laughs> But uh, all right, so this this enough of me talking. Let's go to the third recipe here. We've got OBSO, and so the mash bill that's high rye with the B, and O is the um, <clears throat> that's the rich. What is it? Rich fruit. Rich fruit. I do not smell rich fruit, but continue. well, you may not get it necessarily on the nose. Um, oh, smells, you don't? No, this smells weird to me. I get I get like a very very strong cherry, like a really ripe. Cherry and I don't. Oh yeah, man. You try both nostrils? Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting a really, really strong cherry. And and what I'm afraid of is it almost Do smells. I have the right one? Yeah, I've got the right. It one. almost smells to me like a um medis like a cough syrup cherry cherry. And I'm hoping it doesn't taste that way. It smells like grainy, like um, like oh, earthy man. grainy. Smell mine. Make sure you have the right one. See if you're getting the same smell. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Let's make sure. I don't get any. I get all fruit, man. That's, Maybe that's, I was digging the nose in there too far. Yeah, I get seriously like a really, really, really ripe cherry. Well, that would make sense. <clears throat> now, this one, OBSO, obviously four roses. Oh, there again, we go. Because it's in go. all of them. Uh, but it's also a big component in the standard small batch, not the small batch select, but the regular small batch. small batch. Okay. Yeah. So, all right, I'm going to dive into this because uh, I think at- I burnt my nose out. Is what I did. I think <laughs> I stuck it in there too do far. The, and yeah, do the reset. Just in my armpit here. So when I say do the reset, if you're listening and you haven't been listening all along, 
Oh man, I like this. This medicinal might be my now. favorite. It's medicinal cherry now for me. On the nose, very okay. medicinal. Yeah, good. I'm glad I'm not. Having I, some I weird think I just went reaction. like. I think I went too. You know, too deep into it. Yeah. So, this one might be my favorite so far. I mean, we're only on the third one. <laughs> this is good. It's complex to me. It's very complex. There was something about the last one I liked a little better. Oh, That's there's fine. that cherry again. Yeah. So like I got cherry, I got vanilla, I got uh, oak. I got some oak in this, and which I was not expecting because I didn't smell any oak. And I got some rye on the end. Like it, it's a really, really good, complex one to me. I'm um, getting oak and cherry. Like, but you, like you said, medicinal cough syrup cherry. I got <clears> that <throat> on the nose. I'm not getting that so much on the taste. I am the on medicinal the, like, the tip part. Of my tongue, I'm getting yeah. the cherry, but I'm not getting. It doesn't seem medicinal. Now there's a little bit of like a bitter grapefruit in there. Man, yeah. There's a little citrusy kind of something. Yeah. This is good. There's a, this is one that and not to throw a funny not trying to do any promotion for Buffalo Trace, but did you see that they just did a thing? It's called the Traveler Whiskey with Chris oh, I didn't Stapleton. See that. No. So they're coming out with a little collaboration with Chris Stapleton called the Traveler Whiskey. Mm-hmm. Which on the back, the label they're using, it says, you know, it talks about how, you know, country music tells a story and so does a whiskey, basically. And that's what I've always said. Like, I, yeah. I say that with the good whiskeys, they tell a story. You can sit down with it all mm-hmm. night long. And obviously, they can tell a story from the people you drink it with. But they can also tell a story from, you know, you know, in the loosest sense of the term. By just sitting down and evolving with you the more you drink it throughout the night. And, and I've always said that. And I think... This one here is one of those ones that I feel like would do that for you. You could sit down with it all night long, drink it, and it's just going to continue giving you something that you may not have gotten on the last sip. And that's how I feel on this one. I'd like to try this at some different proofs, like a little higher proof. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. We might even have an OBSO in our single barrel collection that we yeah. have in our uh, barrel picks that we have. <clears throat> I like this one so far. That's a. That's one of my... That's one of my better ones, I think, so far. And I know we're only on the third one, but... I really like that OBSK for some reason. That was the second one, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was good, too. So, yeah, for me, I, th- I think that's... So far, that's right up there. Um, all right, so we've got OBSQ, which is the fourth one in the list here. Um, that's the B mash bill, which is the high rye. That's the Q, which is the floral notes or floral, floral essence. essence. Um, for the uh, for sounds the like a shampoo. <laughs> it does, doesn't? <laughs> Herbal essence. Uh, so four roses bourbon has this in it, um, and then single barrels. You're only going outside of the four roses blend. You're only going to find this one in single barrels, like the private single barrels that it, come out. Correct. Okay. It is not in the small batch select. It's not in the regular small batch. It is only in the single barrel store picks. Now, do you remember when we were in, at Four Roses last year on the bourbon trip, and um, you and Jason and almost everyone got the one um, single barrel, and you I got and, a different you and Tyler one. Got we were the, the only ones that got the different yeah. one. Do you remember what that was? Because it was very minty, the one that you got. I've got it in there. Um, I can check. Okay, I didn't know if you remembered off the top of your head. I don't, but it was the bourbon and women, or women and bourbon uh, pick. Is oh, the was one it? I got. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I remember it was uh, really high in the Rick House too. It was. It was like a level like and floor. To be six. honest, I think I liked your guys's better. Yeah. Um, I like mine. I've, there's not a single Four Roses store pick or barrel pick uh, barrel strength that I've not liked, 
every one of them I've ever had, I've enjoyed. Like it is probably up there on my highest to try to find anytime I see a four roses. Uh, oh yeah. I'll never turn one down. Yeah. They're ever. just so good. Um, all right. So let's go into this one. This one, uh, floral essence is the yeast strain. I, there's, it has floral notes for sure. I think it's it almost really good. It's almost perfumey to me. But yeah, it's floral, almost like maybe like a honeysuckle or a. Ooh, honeysuckle is a good one. Definitely floral, almost almost perfumey, but not quite. I'm gonna dive into this one though, because I'm interested to see what this tastes like. Yeah, I mean honeysuckle is a great note on that. Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. Definitely, in my opinion, a little more perfumey on the flavor, but not in a bad way. I thought that was going to be bad. Um, I, maybe raspberry? That's weird. And then I get some oak on the finish. It's missing... For me, it's weird because this is the high rye and it's missing that little bit of spice. spice yeah. This kind of like masks... But it's almost like a weeder, like in a I way. Think, I think the spice is there, but I think it's hidden. I think the floral essence is so strong, it's hiding it's the mass. Yeah, I think so too. Because to me, that's kind of coming off as like a perf. I think that's where the perfumey uh, flavor is coming from. Mm -hmm. I think it's the rye mix with the floral. Yeah. I mean, this isn't bad. And it's actually probably the most viscous of all the ones we've tasted. It's got a really good tongue coat. But I'm not sure I'm down 100% with the flavor. It's probably my least favorite so far flavor-wise of the ones we've done, but it's still good. The second drink was better than the first drink. It was. It Definitely. Was, it seemed to... Um, the perfuminess... Like leveled out a little bit. Yeah, it's not as... It, it like balanced yeah. or softened out a little, just a touch, after... I think that was probably the most visceral of the reactions I've had of all of these. And that, so that second sip, you're right. I think it did soften out a little, man. I just get so many floral notes on this thing. Yeah, I am too. I mean, I guess the yeast is doing what it's supposed to. <laughs> no, this is good, but it might be my least favorite so far, which is, I mean, we're only four in, which again, this makes sense why they blend things, right? Because yeah. you, you know, you take little things, but I don't know that I'd be upset if this was a single barrel that I had gotten. I think this, again, like the other one, I think this would shine at a higher proof, like a single barrel. Sure. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a barrel-proof single yeah. barrel. Because I think you would get that spice that I'm lacking. You would get some of that back with some like alcohol proof. Probably. Yeah. Interesting. That I almost got like a little bit of a buttery kind of note at the end of that last sip. I still like the OBS. Okay. Okay, the best. Yeah. yeah. So far. All right. So we are now moving on to the last one in the OB series or the recipes. Um, I got to write this down because I want to go home and I have two of them, two single barrels. And you want to look and see. Yeah, and see, yeah. see if, yeah. So this is OBSF, so the high rye mash bill mixed with F, which is the herbal uh, notes yeast strain. Now this one is a small component of the small batch select. It's not in the regular small batch. It's obviously in the regular four roses. Um, 
<clears throat> outside of the small batch select, though, you're only going to see this probably, um, you know, in the single barrel program. program. So this one, herbal notes, um, high rye. I'm expecting like a spiciness, um, maybe like allspice, earthy, maybe minty because of the herbal. I don't know what kind of herbal we're gonna get. We'll I see. think that one that you have was an F. Now what? Now whether it was O E S F or O B S F. That part I don't remember. I don't either. know, but I yeah. do think it was an F. Yeah. Um, yeast string. So, to me, and and I wonder if we should have gone. One six two seven and and tasted the high rye high rye versus, versus low the rye. low rye. Yeah, I mean, maybe we do that for the rest of this at another time, just when we're not recording, just to see yeah. what happens. You can make an argument for doing it either yeah. way. Right, right, right. I it, it, this is interesting though to me, seeing it how it goes because the yeast strain, mm-hmm. it's the same mash bill on all these. Just the yeast, the is yeast different. is the only yeah. thing different, and it's and it's truly giving us a different flavor, mm-hmm. like a really significant different flavor each time. All right, so let's do F here. Let's nose that. Oh, I like this nose. I do too. There's a decent amount of oak in the nose for me. These are all the same like age statement too. I'm assuming. I think they're close. I would they, hope they're, so. They're close, and yeah. I think they're all trying to be similar so that you can get a true comparison. This was a smart idea for them to do. Yeah, I, I wish they would have done it sooner, but I'm glad they did it, and I'm glad I picked up a second one because I'm enjoying this. This is actually kind of a fun little. Uh, oh yeah, this is like, fun. What would really be fun is doing this for a group of people, you know, providing this kit, mm-hmm. and then not pouring out all of it for each person, but like what we're doing for ourselves, right. and then they'd have this to go home with afterwards. Mm-hmm. This would be a neat little uh, tasting to experience. set up for someone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd have to be able to find that many of them, though, you know? <laughs> It'd probably be a smaller group that you would do that for, for sure. Well, sure. But but like the one we did that with Tyler. Um, in that his was a pretty big group. Yeah. But like something like that, yeah. that would be kind of neat. That would, I agree. That was fun. I wouldn't mind doing like another tasting thing like that. There's a lady from work that she used to be my boss. She retired. But I still can't stay in contact with her. And she's like, I still want to do one of them bourbon tastings. And well, then one of the doctors I work with, he I'm, wants to do one, I'm too. I'm fine with it, too. We, more, it was fun. We basically need to find a place to do it. And I almost thought, like, shit, we could just do it at the gym and, like, open up the we, garage door. Yeah. And that might be, like, an easy place. I mean, afternoon on a Saturday. It's yeah. free. That's what I mean. God, this is a good nose. I'm really enjoying this. I, I don't get... I was expecting maybe some mint. I don't get that, but I do. I get like a ripeness, like a almost like a fruit, a dark fruit maybe, and then like um, oak. I'm definitely getting oak. I'm gonna dive into this. Oh, okay. Now I've got some mint. Some oh wow, some serious mint. Viscous. It's a good mouthfeel. I have mint and oak. So, oak. I get the oak. Mint and oak is what I get. And the mint is almost like a... The mint's on the nose now. Go back and smell it again. Oh, yeah? Oh, it is. Yeah. Wow. And so the mint's almost like a cooling effect. Yeah, like a menthol kind of yeah. like mint. It's, I'm not just sure. have some like, Newport cigarettes down I'm here. I'm not sure if I <laughs> like that. Um, did I say that this is a small component of the, of the small batch select? I think so. Okay. So this is OBSF, last one in the OB line. 
recipe number five, as they call it. Oh, way more mint that drink. Whew, I'm sure. Maybe because it was a bigger drink, too. It's got a good finish. This is probably the longest finish of all the ones we've done. Oh, absolutely. Um, but the mint is, wow. It's it's very herbal. That like That's a great description herbal, herbal. Uh, notes i mean because it's it's an herbal it's i feel like i know this is going to sound negative but i feel like i'm almost like sucking on like a, a blade of grass or something like you know what i mean like yeah it's just very earthy in that but sense. not in a bad way it's it's not a bad earthiness which is generally something i would not like and i think this er- earthiness is something i'm actually enjoying this is probably my still like my either least favorite or my second to least favorite same but it's good like again all of these so far have been really good so out of these five do you have an easy favorite which one did i say that i really enjoyed um i thought it was the obso that's what i thought you said yes i think that's probably my favorite obsv is probably my second favorite um obsk and then Q and F are probably my two least favorite, but still like them. I still like I like every one of these. So just mm-hmm. as a disclaimer, um, wow, yeah, all right. So I'm gonna hit pause just so we can have a bite of cracker. Move on to the low rye mash kind of bill. Pour our pour our other ones and here. Pour too. these other ones yeah. out. So um, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. We got the next five poured out. So uh, we're about to dive into the low rye mash bill now. So it should be a little less spiciness. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of these last ones we did on in the high ride didn't have a ton of spiciness, which was surprising, but but actually kind of still nice. Yeah, I'm kind of curious how those are going to play out. Yeah, me too. So we started with OBSV. And again, that was the one that you're going to find in the, the standard shelf for 100 proof uh, single barrels. Um, so we're about to start with the OESV now uh, with the low rye uh, version. So... Let's go ahead and jump into that one. I'm guessing this one's going to be a lot softer than the OB, meaning it's going to be like a, a sweetness. Um, it does smell sweet. Oh, wow. Got a hair going up my nose. Oh, that's definitely sweet. I still get more of that fruit. Um, I get like maybe pear, apricot, something like that. Um like a tart fruit, yeah. You're going to hate this, but I think I might get some bubble gum. I mean, you say that about everything anymore. I don't have it. This is the first time I've said it tonight. I feel like I hear you say that all the time. You might, but I've said it tonight for the first time, just now. I don't get bubble gum. I'm diving in. Surprising amount of spice for it being a low rye. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually just thinking the same thing because this this doesn't seem to fall into that category for me. I'm, I'm getting tons of bubble gum. I don't know how you're not. <laughs> I'm not. And it's a lot of it's in the second, like the second breath, the dragon's breath or uh-huh. whatever you call it. Um, man. To me, the bubble gum's like, whoo. Really? Yeah. Maybe I'm trying to like block it out mentally. 
<laughs> Could be. So yeah, this is. Um, I, I what I will say is this has a little bit of spice to it, a little kick to it, um, which I'm welcoming. It's not bad. I do think I like the OBSV better, but this isn't bad. I would say the same. I like the OBSV better. Now, just to kind of go Man. and keep consistent here, this is a minor component in the small batch select. It's not in the regular small batch, um, and it's obviously in the standard Four Roses bourbon. But because you said all ten of these are in the standard, yeah, I, I don't have to announce that every time. I and I no, said I, I was I wasn't just clarifying. Going to, but I keep yeah, yeah. Doing it. <laughs> I was just clarifying. No, you're like, right. All, all ten of them are in the in the mate, the one blend. It's like all the shitty barrels that is probably mixed together, and it's like ah, here maybe. We go. But okay. I think this, there's a I think there's a science to it, like which percentages. Yeah, you know. Um, I look like King Kong, like the airplane swatting right, at him. There's that, this gnat flying there's around gnat, here. And he's been bugging the shit out of both of us. Get out of here, dude. I'm right there with you. But, yeah, I, I, I don't know how you're not getting the bubble gum. I get, I'm getting tons of it. I don't know. Maybe that cracker saved me from getting bubble gum. Yeah, it could be. I'm getting peanut butter? No. <laughs> <laughs> so so during, during the little break there, we I poured out the... the uh, second set of five and then brett and i had some crackers to cleanse the palate i also reset my my sniffer my schnoz there's man what is that in there um i don't know right now it's definitely a sweeter it's sweet yes but it's got a it's got a spiciness that surprised me i, I didn't expect there to be any spiciness it's almost like it's an ethanol spice but they're all the same proofs so that doesn't make sense and it's low well, rye so that doesn't make no sense. but it, it could still be an ethanol forward um you know barrel because maybe it's not being hidden by the rye so maybe. the ethanol shows up more i i I'm making that up as I go, but I just feel like some ethanol comes through on this more than I would expect. That could be what I was getting to. Um, that's a possibility for sure. So then the next one we're doing is OESK. And I believe if I'm correct in this one, I think this is a pretty popular one. Um, especially on the side of the, uh, single barrel selects. Okay. Um, now this one's used in all three of their recipes. Uh, on the uh, shelf, not not the single barrel that's on the shelf, but the other two, the other three, the regular four roses bourbon. The it's a dominant part of the regular small batch, and it's minor uh, part of the small batch select. Now, now, last time the OBSK was my favorite. Yeah, so I'm curious to see how the OESK holds up. Now you're one of the ones who actually likes small batch better than small batch select, right? Yes. Okay. So you're you're one of the weird I'm an oddball. Ones. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And I, but the single barrel is still my favorite out of all of them. Which is OBSV. Yeah. Yeah. Just the regular right. shelf or single barrel. <clears throat> so this this nose. Oh, I like the nose. What is that? There's a sweetness underlying all of it. Um, I'm getting a little bit of oak and maybe some allspice. Some sort of baking spice. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I get some vanilla. Um, I get there's a sweetness that's just there. It's almost like maybe a creme brulee kind of a, it's like a pie crust something in there. Yeah, that, that's does a that good, make sense? That, pie no, crust. Pie crust makes sense. That's a that's actually not bad. 
like a little buttery, flaky kind of. Uh, but like pie crust also is like it's like a little dry and. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I like, the, I really, really like this nose. The nose is is actually on point. It's this pretty is good. Probably one of my favorite noses yeah, so I'm, far. I'm, <clears throat> I did like the OBSO nose mm-hmm. along with the. I think that's why I liked it the best. Is everything about it I liked. Mm, there's some. Ooh, I like this a lot. Hmm. Wow. There's a lot more there than I expected from the nose. Mm-hmm. This is um, wow. the The finish is really strong in a good way. Um, wow, that's a good finish, and that's just overtaking everything right now. I'm gonna have to kind of take a sip of water, I think, and come back to this because the 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 finish was so good. It's making me not catch everything else. Oh man, that is sticking with me too. That's good. What is that I'm getting on this? On the palate, I should clarify. It's definitely softer. Like you can tell it's a low rye. Yeah. <clears throat> it's softer. Apricot, maybe? Uh, I feel like I'm getting some apricot. And it's now that I took some water. I should do the same. Um,. I feel like the viscosity is just nice. It's sitting on the tongue well. It's not like crazy viscous, like a buttery, you know, but it's it's a nice viscosity that I was not expecting. Hmm. Yeah, that's not too bad. Um, it's, it's well balanced is probably a way to describe it because it's got a great finish. It hits you at the beginning of the tongue, hits you in the middle of the tongue, and it hits you at the back of the tongue. All three spots. I just can't figure out what all the flavors are yet i agree so this is very complex there's a lot of flavors going on Mm. this is another one a little higher proof i think it would like shine a little more because i think it would be a little more viscous right because this is proof to a point right and and these have all been proofed down to 104 and this one almost tastes like I'm not saying it's not viscous, but like it has the potential to be even very viscous. Very yeah. correct. No, I see. And what I you're think it's because it's been proofed down to a certain point. That makes sense. And I feel like at a little higher proof, it would start to shine through with like, like a butterscotch kind of note that I like. And yeah. the, um, well, and this is the slight spice yeast strain. Um, I definitely get something spiciness going on in there. Um, but I, I agree, it, it's very viscous, and I think it could be even more viscous with a higher proof yeah. point. I mean, both of these K's have been great for me personally. Yeah. No, I, I will agree with you on this one. This K is better than the than the low rye B or V. I mean, the the low rye. Oh B. yeah, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So I I like the high rye V better than the K and the high rye. I know we're getting like alphabet soup here. It's confusing. Yeah, it is. If it I didn't is. have them laid out in front of me, I'd be like, "What is this again?" No, I know what's happening. That's why I printed this out for us today. So I didn't want us to not. No, have. I would be lost if you didn't. Yeah. So thank you. There's a little legend at the top. There's. Uh, I put the. I was going to ask if this came with the kit. Honestly, no. does it look that good? I mean, yeah, honestly, it does. Did you make it? <laughs> I did. I oh mean. yeah, it looks like it came with the kit. For uh, real. I told you I was prepared today. Yeah, I haven't done this in a you while. Even put like the logo on top. I mean, I did, that's I why I thought it came with the kit. 
No, I was actually going to take this uh, these sheets and put it back in the kit when we're done. I the, would. The tasting experience. Yeah, I kit. would. Because... Eh, why not? Like it, it's kind of cool. It's it's guided us through this whole thing. There's enough to do this again with two people. I think so. Absolutely. I, I don't think we've gone through even half of each bottle. Yeah. Considering that they were all neck pours. <laughs> <laughs> I got a I got a schnozzing glass laugh out of that one. Well, that was good. Tyler, <laughs> did he let you know if he made, he found anything in the duty free? He didn't. I haven't he heard, didn't, from, I haven't him heard since from him either. He his first flight. I haven't heard from him. So I have no idea. All right. So we're moving on to OESO. This one is only in the Four Roses blend and then the small batch, the regular small batch. And this this might be a dumb question, but are any of these never offered as a single barrel select? I don't think so. Okay. The way that Jason described it, Jason from the Mash and Drum, is, is that you go in to the Rick House. Mm-hmm. Or wherever they do the tasting for the for the single barrels, and they have like basically it's almost like a lazy Susan. That's cool. And it's all the ten recipes, rec- you know, right there. And then you basically taste through them, find out like you you narrow it down to a certain well, like three maybe, and then you do like a blind or something and figure out which one you want. Um, but I, I from what I understand, you could potentially get any one of the recipes. Well, that's cool that they offer all of them to you because I assume they would be like, hey. Kind of like Four right. Roses, where did. you just get they're like not four, four Roses shit, Old Forest, old forest did. where you just get like four to choose from. Yeah, and they're like, this is what you. Well, get. but they don't have Four Roses, and they have one mash bill, right? And so they're thrown in different parts of the Rick House, aged a little differently, and that's what you get. So there's not really that much to choose from. So Old Old Forester giving you ten doesn't really make a lot of sense. Right. You know? No, no, I agree. I agree. Um, all right, so let's go to the OESO here. And O again is the rich fruit. E is the low rye mash bill. So we've got the low rye mash bill and we've got the uh, rich fruit. And again, this one's used in the small batch, regular small batch. I get Ooh, fruit for wow. sure. Very the, the fruit, it's like a maraschino cherry. I'm getting like a, a tart, like a tart raspberry. Okay. Or like you know, how strawberries are tart sometimes. Go back to the nose now. Do you get like an underlying like after you get the initial uh, nose? Do you get a little honey? Hold on, I burped. Let me get it. Let me let it waft away. <laughs> There's almost like oh yeah. a soft honey at the very very back. Oh wow! I think I I may like this one, which is funny because I like the OBSO the best. So far, this might be one of my favorite noses here, because I've got fruit going on, I've got honey, maybe some tof- yeah. toffee. I don't get toffee yet. Fruit and honey, but it's it's a tart fruit for me. Yeah, I get. I see what you're saying with the tart fruit, but I also get a maraschino cherry that's just like right there. Now, last time I I had that very medicinal. Oh man, that medicinal cherry. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, oh, hmm. Whew. Some viscosity to this one. This one coats the tongue really well. This has had the best viscosity out of anything yet. Yeah. I'm getting about the same things on the aroma on the on the palate. So, like, for yeah. me, I'm getting, there's a honey, and that might be, but there's some honey there. Ooh, that honey comes through nice on the on the tongue. 
Um, well, the honey's like thick and viscous too. So it's right, like, that's what I was that thinking. Matches each yeah, other. Yeah, it does. Um, I am getting the the fruit you're talking about, like a more of a bitter, like a, like a stone fruit or yeah. something. I'm getting that on the taste. I'm not getting the cherry on the taste. Man, I like this. A, wow. This is up there. This is top three for sure. <clears throat> Maybe top two. That last drink right there, I just got a little bit of oak and like maybe some, almost maybe some leather. So it's funny you say that because I did a little Kentucky chew on that one. Yeah. Where I held it in my mouth a minute and kind of swished it around yeah. before I drank it and I got some more of the leather that came through. That yeah. There's some age. Something. I'd be Which, curious to know how old any of these are. I don't think they say it all. I, they're probably like six to seven years. Really? I, you think if so? I, if I had to guess. I think that's what their regular program is. Oh man, this one's this one may be my favorite. Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. I used to drive through there all the time going to school. That's funny. It's funny how things change. Like yeah, but I used they, to go but past. They still stay the same. I would go past past all of these places in Kentucky all the time. I thought in school. you were going to say you go plastered. I, I get like, there. Right. I was plastered in school too. At Moorhead. Yeah, my my friend's trying to get me. So homecoming is like the first weekend in November, and a friend we actually didn't go to school together. It's funny. I went to school with his older brother, and then I used to come back for homecoming all the time, and I made friends with his younger brother in my yeah. fraternity. And it's funny that I'm friends, better friends with the younger brother that I didn't go to school with than the, you know. Right, because you already burned the bridge of the older brother. I yeah. get it. It makes sense. Um, <laughs> he was just quiet, and the younger brother is very, like, outgoing. Um, but right. he's he's really wanting me to, like, come down. He's, he lives, like, 20 minutes away. He still lives down near um, near the Red River Gorge. Because when I went to Red River Gorge, I met up with him because he lives down there. Huh. But anyway, he's wanting me to come down for homecoming and get a hotel and all this shit. And I'm like, I might. I don't know. I'm on the fence. I can't make up my mind. Well, it's like a three-hour drive from here. Yeah. I mean, Kentucky, we're lucky in the sense that Kentucky's right there. Yeah. Lucky Kentucky. Lucky Kentucky. So back in the day, that was a lottery thing. And I had one of the shirts when I was in college because it was all green. It was the state of Kentucky, and it said "Getting Lucky in Kentucky." That's but it was their lottery system. Yeah, it was great. I, I know that shirt's gone, long gone. All right, we got two of these left, man. You need to finish that one off so we can get to these last two. We've got uh, OESQ next. OESQ, so the low rye mash bill with Q, which is the floral essence. This one, outside of the single barrel program, is only available in the Four Roses bourbon. Hmm. So we've okay. had two. We've had two so far that have been that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, what floral essence? Okay, <laughs> it doesn't smell like floral essence, but I don't know if there's something lingering, and I need another drink of water. Right, smelling my watch. Oh, floral is fucked to me. This is another, and I think I said this on the last one, honeysuckle. I'm getting honeysuckle all day long. There it is. That's why I was like, I need a smell because I was I was overwhelmed with and I'm the last drink still being I think kind of in my palate and it's like aromatizing in my nose. Aromatizing. That's a word. I think it might be. It's aromatic. Which is interesting. The thing I did I do get on this one that I didn't get on the last one and it's probably the low ride difference is brown sugar. Oh, brown sugar. I do like brown sugar. I'm getting honeysuckle. That's like brown my favorite pop tart. Brown sugar pop tart. Really, my oh, favorite yeah. is the white chocolate vanilla cream. Too much. 
No. It's too much. No, but no. But I'll no. have to I'll look for that one. The chocolate cream one? That's the one everyone No, you won't find it. It's not Oh, it, they don't make it anymore? And when they do, it's a Target exclusive. Okay. Really? It was the one I grew up with. It went away, and then they do it as a special release at Target every so often. Whenever it comes out, I buy like six boxes. And then and then I don't eat them. Brylan does. Brylan plows through them. So I have to like hide, hide them, them because I, they're like the uh, throwback to my childhood. Yeah. No, I get that. I always like the brown sugar for some reason. It's brown simple. sugar's good. It's good. It's simple. It's good. I went to the Pearl on Friday, Damn. by the way. Not Did to, you? I'm not going to derail. I I'll, I'll come right back. In. Oh, I was in Kentucky. So it was it was a birthday. Yeah, yeah it's blah fine. blah blah thing. Birthday week, apparently. Birthday fucking month. You weren't Give here me a break. Last week because of her birthday. Her birthday. And then you're talking Friday and Saturday now. Birthday. I'm not even kidding you because her parents came into town. I'm not joking. <laughs> anyway, um, that's me shooting myself in the face for the people that were not on video. <laughs> Anyway, there's no one on video. What are you talking about? Because we're not on video. Is what I mean. You said for the people not on video. I'm looking around like, because is there a video? Is there a video company around here that's doing something that yes, I didn't see? It's built into the TV. <laughs> oh, gotcha. I mean, we're nine in. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> we're, we're nine eight, in. We're eight we're in. We're nine in with like maybe eight small pores. eighth size I know. pores. Okay. So like we're they like don't really have to know that. In. They don't have to. We're like that. really two. But um, anyway, I went to the Pearl. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pearl's a local restaurant that we just love. And because it was her birthday, they offered her, or celebrating her birthday, they offered a free slice of pie, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. And they don't even make you like check an ID. I'm like, it's going to be my birthday every time I go there. Every time. But one of them was a Buckeye Buckeye pie or yeah, something yeah. like that, peanut butter chocolate. But the other was... Um, brown sugar. Brown sugar pie. Yeah, that's the one they do all the time. And I'm like, it sounded like it was, I was like, get the brown sugar pie. Of course she didn't. But I really want to try that brown sugar pie the brown because sugar I like pie the brown sugar... Really it's really good. I, because I like brown sugar Pop-Tarts so yeah. much. Brown sugar, that's that's their always in rotation pie. Brown sugar is delicious. Continue on. I am sorry for no, derailing. You, you didn't derail shit. This, have you listened to our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> All right. OESQ. Um, again, this is only found in the Four Roses bourbon blend, or if you get lucky enough to do this recipe in uh, a single barrel select. So I got the honeysuckle. I, I felt like some brown sugar. Um, I'm going to dive in. Ooh, there's some viscosity here. Yeah, um, there is. Honey. Floral comes through for me. I get caramel brown sugar on the on the nose or on the taste. Um, it's like a classic bourbon with floral. There, There's definitely some floral. I don't know what it is. It's not honeysuckle in the taste, I don't think. But I got honeysuckle on the nose, so that's interesting. But th there's definitely some floral notes there on the taste. Um, but honey, caramel, and brown sugar are carrying me through from the front to the back of the tongue. This is a dumb question. There's no dumb questions, just dumb people, right? Tea leaves? Oh. Mm. I feel like I'm getting tea on the taste. I didn't get it on the nose. Still not getting it on the nose. What's your dumb question? Do the four roses signify anything? Is it like the four different possibilities? <sighs> no. Or not by four, but you know what I mean? Like the I OESV. Four roses has something to do with the original person proposing to his wife or something like with that. With four roses, I, maybe? Something I don't know. like that, I think. No. I, it, you're asking me, and I, that's the one thing. I, I, was prepared, okay. I was prepared on everything else, man. Thanks for pointing out what I didn't, what I didn't prepare for. I don't know. 
I didn't get into the history of Four Roses with this one. I just got into the the recipes. But I believe because if you ever if you've ever been to their uh, distillery, they just opened a new the visitor center. Visitor center, beautiful, which is just amazing. Now the distillery itself is a Spanish architecture type thing. Yeah, it's it's the new dis- the new visitor center is also made in that same style, mm-hmm. and I love it just because it's different than all the other distilleries you go to on the Bourbon Trail. I agree, it's very like Spain kind of yeah like- that Spanish kind of influence, which is really really cool. But from what I understand, and I, I I think it says it somewhere on their website something. It doesn't explain why it's a Spanish influence, but I believe the Four Roses has something to do with the guy courting the the woman and something to do with courtship. Courtship. <laughs> there was some courtship happening with some roses. <laughs> um, what do you think of this one? This one's actually not too bad. I like this. There's definitely – so, all right. For like an apples – not apples to apples. I'm getting the tea like, leaves now on the nose. I went to here. I, I was like, about to drink it, and I was like, tea leaves. If we are comparing like high rye to low rye, the OESQ, which is low rye, yeah. to the OBSQ, which is high rye, I like this one, the OESQ, better. But you can't consistently say that you've always liked the low rye better than the high rye, right? It's, Correct. It's been back and forth, right? Correct, yeah, yeah. So, which is crazy to me. That's just how much the yeast strain plays, plays an influence. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, neat. yeah. It's so neat. And then, the, and then, not only just the yeast strain and the influence it plays, but the mixture of the mash bill and the and the yeast strain, how low rye versus high rye, and the combination of those two just really, really is just kind of setting these all apart. Well, and so and there's other things too that we can't take into account. Where was it in the Rick House? Were yeah. these all on level one, sure. level three? Sure. I mean, that's always going to be play a part. Where did the wood from the How barrels hot come they from? Taste and yeah, the, you know that kind of thing. Um, There's so many variables, but and that's I what's think, fun about all this. Yeah, all the variables. It is. It is. And we could do this exact same ten recipe tasting experience with you know barrels that were in a different part mm-hmm. of the Rick House and have a completely different experience. Absolutely. And I think that's cool. That's that's what keeps us coming back to bourbon. And what's really, really interesting is when I first started drinking whiskey and first started drinking bourbon, I couldn't tell the difference of any of this stuff. It all, it all just tasted like bourbon or whiskey, like whatever. But like you're starting to pick up those nuances now, those little things, those little – and it's really, really cool. And I'm only you know, like four years into this now. I'll never forget the aha moment that I had. It was COVID. We were all bored. I've talked about this before, but it was you, Aaron, and myself. Yeah. And we did a little recording, and we had Four little, Roses little single di- barrel. At that moment, I did not know there was 10 recipes of Four Roses. I didn't either. And so we didn't know. We were doing all OBSVs. But they tasted different. But they did. They were all different single barrel, single barrels. Just single barrels, right? Yeah. Just shelfer single yeah. barrels. But I was like, wait a minute. It's like grabbing two Bud Lights, but the two Bud Lights taste different. Right. And I, I couldn't... It's not that I couldn't wrap my hand around, but I was like so flabbergasted for lack of a better word. But I'm like, what? That's that's a good. But that that's honestly the thing that's so neat about bourbon is it is. And so this is the part I wonder. And and how many people take Buffalo Trace, for example, and they take a bottle they got last year versus a bottle they got this year and taste them together? Are they actually going to taste similar? And if they do, that's just amazing. That, oh, the, the, that the master tasters and the can master reproduce they, that they, they can batch it to where they get it to yeah. that point. Like that to me is just phenomenal. I completely agree. So because just knowing what we know now that 
again, like you just said, the same mash bill, the same yeast strain. Same everything. Just different barrels. And all of a sudden, and who knows, maybe one was seven years, one was six years, one was eight years, whatever. But like different flavor. Because we were like, these taste, I just Just could not believe they tasted so different. different. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So let's, let's go into this last one. So we have one left. This is O-E-S-F. E being the low rye mash bill. F being the uh, herbal notes. This is available in the small batch select and the standard four roses bourbon. So um, I got to reset my, my schnoz. I don't hate this one. And the last one had the OBSF counterpart. Was, the very OBSF minty. was very minty. Ooh. There's there's a light mint, Ooh. but not as much. I get a sweetness on the nose. I haven't. I cannot put my finger on. Maybe like a powdered sugar, like a confectioner sugar. Oh really? Ooh. Man, yeah, I saw that. Saw that flicker too. Yeah, flicker. Power goes out. I'd rather be doing now than the man summer. A little bit of. Yeah, definitely some sweetness. Um, confectioner sugar to me maybe oh that mint's there on the taste for me oh yeah the mint's there the mint's the on oak. the palate yeah oak and mint on the finish um this so I don't know what it is about this OE series but I'm getting a lot of honey on the OEs and I get just a, a very very at the front of the tongue uh, like a honeyness, like a sweetness that's that's honey, and it might just be the viscosity that I'm catching, but I I'm catching some honey I feel like on the tongue, and then the mint is there. You're right, the herbal. This would be good in a mint julep. Oh, you know what I mean, like a mint julep. Oh, would that be too much mint though? Because because you, you added mint leaves, maybe, and you smash them just enough to release the mint yeah. flavor. When we did that for the derby, or you did fun. that for the derby, that I should fun. clarify. That was a really yeah, I enjoyed that. We I also did. and wasn't that the same weekend as uh, Cinco de Mayo, and we did the tequila. We did, yeah, we did yeah. the tequila old fashioned. That was right. fun. Yeah, that was good. Check out that episode back in May. That was actually <laughs> those were good. two good recipes. They were really good recipes. Yeah, I agree, both of them. The this tequila old fashioned and the uh, mint julep. Because a mint julep isn't something I would go out of my way no, to make. No, but it's a refreshing drink. But it was good. Um, no, but like it's a good like summertime refreshing drink. And it's even better when someone else makes it for you. Uh, there's <laughs> no, no, no. They, there's a thing. I it, just don't like making drinks. And they say that about cooking too. Food taste I enjoy and like drinking. But I enjoy cooking, and there's something it. cathartic about mm-hmm. cooking. I do too. But but like making drinks, there's nothing cathartic about that for me. It's just like fuck. I'm not good at making drinks. I I'm wish... okay with it. You just have to measure. I mean, you just have to be. Yeah. Some people can do it. I think just like cooking, some people can do it from feel. I I'm not that guy. I I follow the directions. I do it exactly as it says, and then we should do like a fall. A fall drink mix. Like, I've got a pumpkin spice syrup from um, simple syrup from uh, yeah Middle from West old Middle West spirits. We could do an old fashioned, a pumpkin spice old fashioned, and we could do. We gotta have more than just that, but we could no, do. I know, but um, that's a, that's one. Look for like just some kind of like fall old fashioned, fall like yeah bourbon type thing. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? There's got to be something more out there. You're right. All right there, let's let's do that soon. Yeah, definitely some mintiness. The top, I'm starting to get some toffee, some honey, uh, mint, finishes with some oak. I, I'm still, for me, this is actually better than the OBSF. 
I, I like agree. the OESF much better. I would agree. I think the lower Softer. the lower rye helps this. It's still minty. It's still um, but the mint's like muted, oaky. Yeah, yeah. It's compared not to the OB, yes. it's almost like mint and high rye. It's really amplifies yeah. the 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 mint, but the the low rye in the mint softens it up mm-hmm. just enough. This is actually a lot more enjoyable than the OBSF for me. Agree with that. Mm. I'm so glad we did this. This was. Fun. I agree. This was really fun. I enjoyed going through these. So neat seeing and tasting these different ten different recipes. Only two mash bills, and we had this much difference. Isn't that wild? Yeah. It's 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 it blows my mind. Now I know to me this just really emphasizes the importance of the yeast strain. Oh, for sure. Like totally. And so so this is a total segue. Okay, total okay. segue here. It's okay. Pappy. Mm. I know where you're going with this. Well, Pappy originally, you know Stitzel Weller product. Stitzel Weller, right? That yeast strain supposedly is lost for the ages. Whenever Diageo bought that company, mm-hmm. supposedly they I don't think they knew what they were doing necessarily because somehow that either either they're evil geniuses and they've locked away <laughs> that yeast strain to bring it out for some like I hope not. Or they're just they didn't know what they had. That's very possible. And they lost the yeast strain. The yeast strain no longer is used in any of the Stitzel Weller stuff. And so... I mean, they could have killed it. Yeast is a living thing. Right. They could have mishandled it Accident. and it's gone. Yeah, absolutely. It's gone to be gone forever now, possibly. Um, but but imagine that. Pappy, today, is made at Buffalo oh, Trace. Trace. Yeah. There was an in-between. So, like, when, when Stitzel Weller came and bought... Um, or when Diageo came about Stitzel Weller, Julian Van Winkle went off on his own. He decided to start buying barrels from Stitzel Weller. Mm-hmm. He knew what they had. Stitzel, uh, Diageo at the time didn't know what they had. So he's buying barrels of Stitzel Weller from Diageo, turning them into Pappy. And so, like, and then early 2000s, like 2000 or 2002 or something like that. He starts to make the deal with Buffalo Trace, where Buffalo Trace starts making Pappy, but they're using their yeast, their strain. Weller and recipe or mash mm-hmm. bill, and their yeast strain. It's not the Stitzel Weller yeast strain. It's not the and Pappy was always a weeder from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's always been weed. So that's not changed. So what they had to do is is Julian was basically going in with the taste panel at Buffalo Trace trying to say, okay, this weeder actually tastes like Pappy. This one doesn't. This one tastes like Pappy. This one doesn't. So he was almost training their tasting panel to learn how to how to get it to, you know, mm-hmm. like how to recognize what that Pappy taste should taste like. But I guarantee you, if you were to take a Pappy from Buffalo Trace that came out yesterday and compare it to a papple papple <laughs> a pappy from Stitzel Weller time they oh, would be no comparison but there's a and there's a couple reasons for that for me is one is the entry proof of the barrel that's much, huge much, with me much lower for wheat and and Jason and I talked about this before when we talked about the maker's mark last week with the seller aged Wheat does better at a lower entry proof. It just does. Mm-hmm. 
But when all these conglomerates come in and they start buying out these distilleries, the biggest thing that they can do to increase their profits is increase the barrel entry proof. proof. Yeah, and then water it and down. And then water it down so that they get more out of each mm-hmm. barrel for all these, you know, shelf or bottles, which I understand. I get it. Barrels are expensive. I get it. But that's yeah. your that's all where of it's, yeah. out of that your viscosity goes bye-bye. And your just other things just happen to to go by the wayside because you're just not getting that same quality product anymore. And most of the distilleries nowadays are doing that because they're trying to maximize their profits. And and that's okay. That's fine. I get it. It's a business at the end of the day. They're not they're not, you know, in the in the business of uh, you know, donation, right? Or yeah. whatever. They're in the business of making, making money. money. So I, I understand it, and people are still buying bourbon and whiskey more today than they ever have. So people are enjoying it, but what people are missing out on, and if you've ever tasted like an old Austin Nichols wild turkey, for example. Oh, I want to so bad I haven't. I've had a few of them now, and it's, ugh, man. The viscosity just on those lower, on those lower, you know, proof bourbons is crazy. Compared to now, when you taste a lower proof bourbon, it's almost watery, thin, and it's just it, the viscosity is not there. So it's it's just so interesting to see the effect. And I'm I've segued like for crazy. No, here. you're crazy. You, no, you're not. Crazy. I am you're crazy. okay. I am crazy. But no, like you. But that you know, the, all those different things. The yeast strain plays a huge part. The mash bill obviously plays a part. Um, the barrel plays a part. The aging process plays a part. That oxidation in the barrel while it's aging. All of those things play a part, but that entry-level proof, you know, into the barrel, that plays a part. All of those things are just so many different variables that go into the resulting flavor, the resulting mouthfeel, viscosity, all that stuff. And so, you know, here's a great example of that. If you get a chance, pick up this Four Roses 10 recipe tasting experience. Pick it up somewhere. I got it for one forty. It's it's worth it to be able to like try all these different like yeah variables right and just and see how those things are just affected by yeast strain and mash bill. That's mm-hmm. that's they they did everything they could to try to make all things equal in this experience. The only difference is because the proof's the same. I think they tried to age them the same, but you're what you're getting out of this is mash bill and yeast strain. <laughs> It shows you how much that plays a part. It's crazy because we got 10 different experiences today and we had 10 different recipes and it's, it's phenomenal because there was only two mash bills represented here. Right. And just because of the different yeast strain, you get 10 different recipes out of it. It's, it's, uh, I don't know. It was, it was fun. I'm glad we did this. Same, same. I really enjoyed this. Yeah. And I wish, uh, I wish Tyler could have been here. That would have been fun, but Thanks for joining in for another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. We'll be back here shortly. I think next week or the week after, we're going to be announcing uh, the Bourbon Blitz winner. Um, And uh, for your chance to actually join us on the uh, Bourbon Trail for the December trip that we do every year. Nice. But uh, join in next week. And uh, it'll be either next week or the week after. I haven't decided yet. But uh, join in. And uh, I don't know what we're doing next week yet i'll be gone next week yeah you're in iceland, iceland yeah yeah, yeah. So, fly out friday um try to get i think we're gonna try to get rudra in and bring in some um what's the uh little book 
he's got a oh, few nice. little books that we're going to okay. try to go through. So we'll try to do that next week. Uh, thanks for joining in, guys. Catch you next week. Thank you for joining in for yet another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. If you like what you hear, please leave us a good rating on Apple, Podbean, Google, or wherever you are listening. It definitely helps us to get great guests on our show. And follow us on Instagram and the Facebooks to keep up to date with what is in our glass. As always, sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy some bourbon. Bourbon.